Ahoy there, and welcome back, friends and fellow adventurers. It's Alex Reed, your DM and guide here for the lands of Manassas on Cocked, a real play D&D podcast. From all of us here at Cocked, we hope you all enjoyed the winter holiday episodes recently released. However, without further delay, let's get back into the campaign, and let's catch up with the cast as they answer today's question as their character. <laughs> this week's question will be, what is your character's favorite season? Oh, that's easy. I'll go first in this one. Go uh, for it. Hi, this is Alex Groves. I play Agar the Furbolg Druid. And, of course, as a druid, spring is his favorite. <laughs> oh. um, you know, uh, the renewal. Everything oh. growing again. Now, where he's from, Homewood, um, you know, everything is pretty much always in the kind of perpetual growing mm-hmm. cycle. But, you know, all around, everywhere else, the outskirts, um, you know, fall is a little depressing because things kind of die off. Um, of course, winter, nothing really grows well. Uh, but spring is is definitely his his favorite. There's definitely an exuberance amongst all Furbolg in general with their connection to the natural world, but it definitely being a, a druid as well. Uh, spring is it really gets a little pep in his step. See, I wasn't sure if you when you said definitely it's an easy one. I was like, okay, it's fifty fifty. It's either spring or it's fall for the pretty colors and some of the like the things that bloom in fall that don't bloom in the spring stuff yeah. like that. I wasn't sure if you were gonna gonna spin the but with those colors, those colors signify death. So, you know, it's one of those things where it's not, he's it, not sad about fall. Right. Um, they have their own rituals around that time of year uh, that as far as death and then renewal in the spring. Um, but the, the changing the colors are a little bit more solemn because it does show right. that things are starting to, to die off, but leading into, you know, the renewal of spring. I'll go next. Hey guys, it's Connor Joyner. I play Ebron Ironmane, the Lean and Ranger. Ebron's favorite time of year is kind of twofold. He uh, he enjoys both fall and winter because of where he lives in the Pride Islands. They do get a little bit of snow, and so when the colder weather comes, that's when he's out and about more. And also, that's also a prime hunting season where uh, where they can go and harvest you know bigger deer and other animals for the winter time because snowfall there does get pretty significant and there's just something calming and peaceful about the colder months that really helps calm him and center him hi i'm reggie morris i play Braca olton the cobalt artificer Braca's favorite season hands down is uh spring just bright colors, nice weather. Um, it's when he's the happiest. Things growing and whatnot. Not everything like dying or dead in the winter and fall. It's not crazy hot like the summer. It's just kind of just right temperatures. The campaign has to be in the springtime now all the time. Katie <laughs> has to make sure Brock is happy. <laughs> oh, no, it's in the it's in the fall right now. Hey guys, this is Jessica Reed. Uh, I play Katie, a dragonborn fighter. Katie's favorite season is actually very specific. It's at the cusp of the winter season ending and getting into spring. It starts with the blooming of the poppies that she uh, favors at the monastery. And so that time frame 
when so, they start to bloom is her favorite. So it would be around the month of myrtle or the melting. Sure. Yep. Exactly. <clears throat> because I know these months mm-hmm. and seasons of our world. Oh. <laughs> Previously on Cocked, a real play D&D podcast, Katie, Bracca, and Agard made a detour off the main road and discovered some carvings in some of the tree trunks. Upon inspecting the carvings, Agard remembered the symbol carved into the trunk from a scroll which details his tribe's history. The carvings represent an ancient coven, the Sisters of Night. The three eventually came across a two-story hut in the woods and attempted to use deceit to get near the hut. Upon approach, two spiders emerged and dashed towards Agard, while Katie reacted by rushing to her friend's side with Braca on her shoulders. And we pick up there where we left off. He's just going to hold a poison spray. <laughs> if, if, the, if the spiders come within range and they are like going to attack somebody, I'm going to just let a poison spray loose. He, he, he doesn't know what to do right now since they're putting on some sort of performance. <laughs> so you see the two spiders look at each other and they use their mandibles to communicate. Oh, and as soon as you see that one turns and sprints and runs straight up to Agard and you had a held action. Yes, I did. So go ahead and use your held action. Wait, but they they believed us. Well, Katie, I'm sorry that you ran up next to me because my held action has an area. That's okay. I'll be all right. 15 foot cube. Oof, I'm there too. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Constitution save 15. Or Braca. Everybody needs to do a con save of 15. That's, that's not, not going to happen. I'm, I'm going to say no to that. <gasps> Holy crap. 21. Okay. <laughs> nope. Nope. Okay. Hold on. Let me pull this up real quick. Oh, man. Would my held action go off like at the same time? Oh. Crap. Like okay. before I get knocked back. Okay. Jesus. So Thunderwave goes off. Uh, that is um, 12 points. Oof. Of thunder damage, uh, you take half. Half, okay. That is half as my basically, Agar just claps his hands together, um, mm-hmm. and there's this concussive of fifteen feet out, just boom, of um, perfect thunderous magic. And so, I will ask you to describe how this spider dies. Yes. Yeah. As you cast your thunder wave, correct? Yeah. So as you cast Thunderwave, detail how the spider. It it just it I, I how would it how would it decease? <laughs> would it, I think it it's, as it's thrown it's, back into so the all, other one. All its spider, all basically all of its spider eyes mm-hmm. burst, <gasps> and it just falls down, and this blech comes out of it. It just basically burst everything in it, and it's you know its internal organs just ooze out. So oh I'll say this, gosh. just before you let your held action go, you see this spider's eyes burst and it falls lifeless. And you're looking at that for a moment and out of the corner of your eye, you catch the other one that watches this immediately start to run up and you're able to release your poison spray before it gets to you. Okay, so con save a 15. Con save a 15? Man. Okay, well hang on, I rolled a 12, but I don't. Yeah, they have a plus one, so okay. it, it failed. Oof. Five poison. this one, too. The first one I rolled a four. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's nowhere near. Um, five points of damage? Yeah, five okay, poison. Okay, so it's still standing. How, how many feet do I get knocked back? Fifteen? 
Um, it's either like I don't, 15 or 10. Uh, 10 feet. Okay. Yeah. You fly off her. Yeah. Shoulder. But you succeeded. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it, it's a How far is poison spray, though? 10 feet. 10 feet? Yeah. I'd say it, it's still within range because you got pushed back 10 feet, but as it ran up, it ran up on a guard and maneuvered in a way that you were able to hit it. Right. <clears throat> um, so, you hit it with poison spray. The spider runs up. Just, just to clarify, I get knocked off Katie's shoulder. Yes. Please okay. stop clarifying that. <laughs> An 11 does not hit Agar, correct? No, does not. So the spider runs up and attempts to bite and is unable to. Katie, you're on the other side of Agar. Mm-hmm. You just watched one spider come up yep. and the eyes explode. And then another one ran up to the other side mm-hmm. and lashed out at Agar, but mm-hmm. missed yeah. You're up. Yes. <laughs> yes, that happened. <laughs> I was here. I heard it. I concur. <laughs> um, she's going to unsheath her two morning stars. Ooh. And just try to basically bop, bop, okay. these spiders for coming up on us. Well, so, just the one. Right? Well, just the one now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So first attack, it's the bonus damage. The second one is just a straight attack roll. <laughs> oh, no. Is that her a one? fear of spiders absolutely overtakes her body. <laughs> awesome. It is a six to try and hit the spider. So, <clears throat> Katie, go ahead and roll for your second attack. Um, oh, that one's better. That one's better. She got scared initially, but then she just got pissed. <laughs> That's a 19. Okay, roll your damage. Remember, you don't <sighs> add the... Sorry. The nope, you're fine. Um, go ahead and roll your damage. Remember, with this one, you don't add your damage modifier. It's just the straight hit dice. So that uh, plus two is dice. just the hit dice. Right. That is a six. Six? Yeah. I bash its fucking so, head in. Sorry. <laughs> I was hoping that that would slide. So the spider runs up, and Katie, you flinch for a moment, and... Swing through with the first attack, but you're you're leaning backwards as you do. So it's almost like you're shooing it away. And then you realize <laughs> that you stepped back. Right. And all of a sudden, you lunge forward and take a, a step with your other foot forward and come over the top with the other morning star. How does this spider's life end? It just goes straight through. So, That's how mad she is. So yeah, so like I said... <laughs> You, you back away and kind of almost shoo it, and then the second one you come through over the top, straight down on top where the eyes are, and just slam that, and your morning star doesn't stop until it hits the dirt. And both spiders are now dead. You guys are standing in the clearing. There's someone in the house. I saw a hooded figure in the house. They said the spider's after us. Okay. And Agar starts to run towards the house. Yeah, I instinctually, well, no, no, nope, instinctually just run with Agar. I don't realize Brock is not on me. I'll catch up. <laughs> I don't say that. I'm in pain. And, <laughs> and, and, as, and as I'm running, I take the, the vial that, or whatever that. Oh, the orange, potion. Yeah, the potion. Yeah. That, that is a, hang on. What yeah, is her, that? Katie's adrenaline is just running um, right now. Drinker rolls a D4. Mm-hmm. And add the number roll to every attack roll and saving throw they make for the next minute. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So like with your primal okay. savagery. <laughs> yeah. So here's what we're going to do. Yep. We're going to stay in the turn order that we rolled. Yep. When you guys get to the house, we're going to move in turn order. Uh-huh. But as you guys approach, you get within 10 feet. 
you hear a voice. Greetings, travelers. You seem to be lost, and it appears you may have misplaced something. Is that why you've come? Agar's not going to answer. Oh my god. (laughs) So you guys hear that echo out, and Agard continues forward. We'll resume turn Uh order here with you getting to the door. Uh Are you guys just... For my knowledge, are you guys right behind Agard, or how far back well, are you from I have from a question. Him? Did I hurt myself from the fall? Because emphasize on two it, feet Reggie. tall, falling no, up a six-foot No, foot because, because you're under ten feet on her shoulders. Okay. <sighs> so it, it's... Stop clarifying. Yeah, it, it's it's <laughs> you every ten feet, one D6, but because you were oh, on Katie's shoulders, Sorry. you're only like seven feet tall. Right. So it, it wouldn't... Uh, DM, just to clarify, I've landed on the pointy end of my dagger. Did that hurt? <laughs> Roll a D four. Um, no, you're you're fine with that. So you guys, so you guys get there. You hear this cackle and this voice mm-hmm. ring out. Agard's rushing to the door. Where are you two? Oh, I'm right behind Agard, um, but I'm visibly right shaking, Agar? but like adrenaline running. Okay, Rocka yeah. is going to take a potion of healing before he does anything else. Nice. So we'll say you are about. 10 feet behind Katie. Yeah. So Katie and... Um, I don't realize Brock is not on my shoulder. Right. Katie mm-hmm. and Agard would get to the door this turn. You'll be able to get there, um, but you'll be a little bit further back. So you won't be able to get in as far into the right. house if you choose to enter. We will resume with Agard getting to the door. So as well, as, I, as you're behind Agard as he's running, yeah. you see him drop the disguise itself. So you see him just revert back into his big... Blue, beautiful self. And um, he... Cornflower blue. With as much speed as he can get, and I guess you probably want to do what an athletic role, he puts his shoulder right into the door. Yeah, I would say a, a strength or, or athletics, whatever Athletics, higher. okay. Yeah, whatever. And I get higher. to add plus four to that? It's, um, I mean, I don't know if it's an attack roll or not. I don't know if you can I would say it's an attack roll on the door. You're trying to break the door and break <laughs> well, it down. Well, it's an attack roll or saving it's throw, a, right? 24 added to every attack roll and saving throw. Okay. Maybe the next minute. You let me know what you want. Yeah, I'm going to say it's a, a D4. The athletics uh, attack? What is higher, your athletics or your, like, primal savagery bear attack with the plus four? Um, probably bear primal attack. Primal savagery. Your well, well not, not like bear bear, but like your. Oh. your I got you. <laughs> you know, uh, primal savagery is higher. So. Okay. okay, use that plus four. Okay, so then, okay, how about? Well, then let's back up. Then uh, you see Agard running. You see him go from this hunched over kind of old man form back to his big blue, beautiful furbolg self as fast as he can, and then you see him kind of, you know, his shoulders kind of hunching over, and the, you know, from behind the claws coming out. As he casts Primal Savagery and hit the door as hard as he damn can. Yep. Uh, so that is going to be a... Oh, hi. Uh, that's a 19... That's a 22 to hit the door. Yeah. You get to the door. Yeah. Oh, crap. We didn't check the traps. You explode the door. Yeah. That door <laughs> just shatters and flies in. There's wood pieces everywhere. Uh-huh. Um, and you actually, with your momentum, continue about five feet inside the room as you stop and you look around and you see a very dark Uh dimly lit hut as you look around you see these tiny cages Uh that are lantern like on the bottom floor yeah you see different creatures and different things inside of them yeah that are either dead or look like they are clinging to life yeah 
you see vials and jars with all oh. different kinds of parts oh of God. like oh. animals and creatures in that. Animal this is everything that he's probably heard of the Sisters of Night, too. Yes. Yes, oh. this is very much what you've heard of, and absolutely it triggers mm. something inside Agar that is absolute anger because it is absolute disregard yeah. for nature, yeah. and it's tearing it and picking it apart for its own gain rather yeah. than preserving what life is. Yeah. As you look around and you feel that anger building inside you, you hear, Yes, the ingredients are here. And you can hear the voices coming from the second floor. Right. You use 15 feet of movement from uh-huh. that turn sure. to break the door for your charge and inside the the house. Uh-huh. So you have whatever's left of your movement. Just, yeah, I'm heading towards the, the, the stairs. So it takes you 10 feet to get to the stairs once you're inside, and uh-huh. you're on the first step headed up. You have about another 10 feet to get to the top of the stairs. Okay, yeah. Braca, you are up. Braca will just, like, follow in fashion just as fast as he can uh, to catch up to Agard so that he's just not rushing in alone. Mm-hmm. You're able to get inside the house. Right. Based sense. on where, because you were about 10 feet behind Agard. Mm-hmm. So you're able to get to where you're moving towards the stairs, but you're not quite at the bottom of them yet. Baraka is going to just hold a poison spray to let it loose on anything that seems overtly hostile to like him or the party. So you make it inside the hut. You get about 10 feet away from Agard. You're holding your action for a poison spray if anything like just hostile, like hostile moves down towards you guys. Yeah, that gets within range of my poison spray. Katie, you're up. I'm running in. So you were right behind Agard. Yep. So if you run in, you're able to move past Braca, right behind Agard, moving up the stairs. Mm-hmm. At this point, you see that blue bird fly in through the window, and as it does, you see it change, and its colors change to black mm-hmm. as a raven flies in through the window mm-hmm. and heads into the second floor. You hear a cackle mm-hmm. come from upstairs. Ibron, make a perception check at disadvantage. And because you were put out magically, it is going to be a higher DC. 13. You don't stir this round. As this happens and you see the bird fly in, you hear a cackle come from the back corner. Well, come in, won't you? And Agard, it's your turn. He is heading straight for the cackle okay so the cackler (laughs) as you get to the top of the stairs yeah you're instantly met by a claw so she hits with a 23 actually you know what i rolled a one on both of my d8s so you take six points of slashing damage Uh as this creature comes out of the shadows Mm -hmm. and slashes at your throat Yep. But misses and cuts across your chest yeah. instead. And you hear, get out of my home. Followed by a cackle. Right. I was like, okay. Are, are, we, Just... are we welcome or, or no? And now it's, now it's Europe. Yeah. So <laughs> that, was, that was a held action. So yeah. you get to the top of the stairs. Yeah. It takes about 10 feet of your movement to get there. Uh-huh. And she has bottlenecked you right there. Uh-huh. With the slash, but with your momentum, uh-huh. if you wanted to try to tackle or anything like that, yeah. I would say you still have the ability to, yeah. or you can attack her where you stand. See, I want to use Primal Savagery to attack her, but also back her off. Can yeah, you okay, you know what? No, he's going to he's gonna attack her. He's, I mean, it's his mental state. Sorry, okay. I don't know why I'm thinking this. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, so um, we're doing the two, like, right? The, he's 
the two swipes that are the kind of thing? Yes. Yeah. The the first one you add your attack modifier, the, the second one, one you don't. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so that's a... You add your D4, by the way. Plus a D4. Oh. Uh, that's a 21. Hits. And then... 17 plus 7 is a 24. Plus 2 is a 26. Hits. <laughs> Just this one time. This is one time. The 26 hits... Six, five, eleven points of um, acid damage. Weird that primal savagery is acid. That's, I thought I did necrotic. Mm, no, it's acid. No, yeah, it's acid. Mm, weird. It's primal savagery. Speller cantrip. So Kendra. eleven yeah. acid damage. Yeah, and so, he's gonna he's gonna look. I mean, can I look in the thing's eyes at this point? Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I'm gonna say with that second hit, like my the claws kind of stick in a little bit more. Just for, sit there and hold it for a minute, and I'm like. You're not welcome here. She looks at you and cackles. People like you have been here before. And just as before, you will perish. The old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and Braca, you're up. Can I see her you from hag. where I am? You yeah. can see her from where you are. She's about 20 feet away from you. Because okay. the stairs are about 15 feet and you are... Just at the edge of the base of the stairs. Okay, so I can't see anything on like the second floor. Yeah. Right. So like if the stairs are here, you'd be off to the side right here. Okay. That's where um, you were able to get and Katie's right there, getting okay. ready to move up. Braca is going to pull out a vial. He is going to concoct this um like lighter brown fluid. And he is going to throw it, like lob it to where it just shatters on the ground on where the witch is or whatever. And he's going to cast Grease. Okay, make... I think it would be a dex. Not I mean, I mean, I mean that's, that's, that's just flavor because for me casting the spell. Right, that's because, all it is. Right, but you're that's not true. you're not hitting her. You're trying to put the spell in the exact spot that you want. So I would say... Well, if, if I have to, I'll move up to do it. So well, I, I would say it's more just a lob thing. You're still going to... What does Grease do? Is it only a five-foot area? It's ten. Or? It's ten? Yeah. So... Yeah, go ahead and roll a dex and see if you hit the exact spot that she's in. I mean, I'll I'll move up if I have to. I no, 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 it, it's okay, it's okay. It. I, I I just I have a I have an idea. Fourteen. For it. So it was a twelve was what I was going to make it. So it comes up and it hits right where her feet are. Is that what you want? Do you want it to be yeah, on the like, stairs, or but, do you want to hit just behind her so it hits the four squares around her, but not the stairs? Pretty much, yeah, because I don't want Agar to possibly slip. Like, if I can, I want to kind of maneuver it to like so where Agar can like get up to like the second level completely if he wants to okay so that he doesn't possibly slip i pretty much literally just want to hit the square or the area that she's in and the other three surrounding ones so you lop the vial and you're able to get just behind her and you watch as she looks as it goes past her and lands and explodes that area within 10 feet of her explodes into grease and you see as her feet start to slip she doesn't get as much hold until she uses her nails to kind of dig in for a moment. Yeah. It's a, it's a deck save. I don't know. If, if she fails, she falls prone. It's a DC 15. I rolled a 15. So okay. we'll say she starts to she starts to stumble like that, and she digs her claws in, and she's able to regain her balance momentarily. Right. Okay. Um, it, it's, it just stays there. Um, so if... Does she have to make a dex check every round? Um, or if enters, she moves in it? Enters the area or ends its turn. So I don't know if starting it would be... She would have to get out of it in order to not take it again. If yeah. she stays there to block you on the stairs, she has to do it. So, Katie, it is your turn. You are at the base of the stairs looking up. Agard is about 10 feet in front of you. And on the other side, you see this 
wrinkled figure with a hooded robe. As the hooded figure lashed out, you saw this green hue to the hands and these long nails that almost look like claws come across Agard's chest looking up and you could just briefly saw them. So I, Katie wants to go up the stairs to the point to where she can see who is doing this and cast which bolt. So you are just behind Agard? Uh-huh. I want to get to the point where I can see them. So you can see her, but do you want to say something to Agard so he can lean to one side or the other so you can cast around Agard? Yeah, I mean, I can do it. If I can see her from where I'm at. Well, you can see her, but the the, the stairs are like five feet wide, so it's kind of funneled going up. I gotcha. So. And you're in the middle of the way. And here's the thing, not to be difficult about this at all, Mm -hmm. but remember he's very feral right now, so we'll probably have to roll some sort of contested, do I... Get the cue, do you want me to move out of the way kind of thing? You know what I mean? Just to be... That's what I'm asking. What What do you want to try to do to get him to move? So, yeah. Um, because Katie has just this adrenaline rush going on and she's just vibrating with this, she's going to go up maybe five more feet and just be like, move! So that way she can try to cast it um, towards not hitting him. Do I need to do any type of like intimidation or... No, I would say you running up there and saying move is probably enough for Agard to okay. hear. How would Agard react when he hears that from Katie? That's that's why I think we need to have maybe some sort yeah. of contested. You put it on the dice. Okay. Because, right, I mean, if it's just, yeah, maybe you do like persuasion. I'd, say it's, persuasion. More, I'd say it's more persuasion because yeah. she's talking to you right. than intimidation check. And then what do you want me to roll? Just like insight, to like, see like what, a wisdom save or something. Yeah, I think I, I I think insight would be to understand what she's saying. I think you're correct. Okay. Um, What's your lowest oh, ability? Uh, yeah, mm, <laughs> All right. uh, uh, twenty-two to understand. So I think I get it. Okay. <laughs> okay. And what was yours for persuasion? Fifteen. Fifteen? Yeah. No, he, he understands it. Oh, if, okay. yeah. If it was lower than yours. Right. It would have been harder for him to understand. I got you. Okay. It would have contested the opposite way it, way it normally is. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I so was yeah. like, oh no. <laughs> so Katie runs up and yells, move. Yeah. And Agard feeling the intensity of what Katie said. Yeah. Which way do you lean? Uh, I would, well, if she's coming up, we're all going up this way. Mm-hmm. I would move to the left. Okay. So you lean kind of against the landing, not necessarily against the side of the house. Right. Katie, as you say that, you see Agard lean to the left against the landing, and you kind of extend around and push your hand forward to the right as you cast Witch Bolt. Uh, 19 to hit. Oh, yeah, you hit. Yes. (laughs) 11 points of lightning damage. 11 points of lightning damage. Ooh, she tingling. Yeah. And those are two good hits. It's 22 points right there. He's a hag, so... (laughs) She looks down at her chest as you do this witch bolt, and this object is lodged in her chest, in her sternum. And she cackles for a moment and looks. She says, You think this is the end? No. This is but the beginning. And she instantly reaches out. Agard, I'm going to say you still have your primal savagery claw in that side of her. Right. Um, so when you moved, you kind of adjusted, and it kind of went in deeper. She grabs your your arm 
and shoves her other hand right in the center of your chest, uh-huh. trying to go for your heart as well. That sounds fucking terrible. <laughs> She's about to temple do me. <laughs> oh my god. Does a 17 hit? It does. It does. Oh my gosh. What, what's Acorn's AC? 16. Oh man. Well, what is he's got? A, he has a shield on him, so that's about it. Do you have the plus four to that? No, nah, it's that's a saving throw. Was an attack roll. You take ten points of damage. How, how are you looking? Of slashing damage, as she reaches into your chest and then just pulls off, and you see this chunk oh around your sternum get pulled away and uh-huh. drops, and she cackles again uh-huh. and immediately goes around the staircase you have an attack of opportunity if you would like to take it uh-huh. does she slip on the grease she's oh the, oh wait yeah yeah she was it's around her she's attempting to but she hasn't moved yet because okay. your attack of opportunity is going to hit her yeah. in the space that she's in <laughs> actually no it won't she's still in your threat range as she maneuvers around it would be as she leaves the staircase I'm, so <laughs> she does have to make i'm a... gonna laugh if she slips and <laughs> after she's been all intimidating <laughs> It's what 15. was what was it say? 15? 15 decks. She makes a 15. Damn it. <laughs> uh, I, hit her with a, <laughs> I hit her with a 26. I rolled a 14 and that's plus one. Oh, I think that... You rolled a 26? Yeah. You hit her. 14 uh, Oh, that's 10 um, acid damage. Ooh, nice. Nice. She maneuvers around the stairs yeah. and heads back in the room. Make a perception check at disadvantage. As you're turning to watch her move. Uh, okay, we're not going to get worse than that. Yeah, no. Uh, ten? As you look around, you see that she's headed towards the back. This floor looks pretty empty compared mm-hmm. to the bottom floor. Mm-hmm. But you do notice a podium on the far side near the window that she had appeared in when you were out outside. Right. Okay. Near that front window. Yeah, yeah. There's a podium there and it doesn't face the window. It faces inward. And she retreats behind that. Uh-huh. And she's back in that corner. It is now Agard's turn. Okay. Agard, um, how far away is she then? So she's about 25 feet from and where you I are. can I see her? Yes, you can see her. You do notice that, like, this landing, as you come up, there's not railing that goes around it. Uh-huh. It okay. just goes to flat landing as well. Okay, so can everyone see her then? I mean, this is still. I'm, I'm, I'm visually, I'm just having a hard time with. Katie her. can't see her yet, but she, if she moves five more feet up, if you give her a little space to get to the top She'll of the landing, okay. yep, then her her head would crest the floor okay. and be able to see. Oh, yeah, because all would happen. Okay, so you you see Agar holding the area where she just took a chunk out of him, mm-hmm. and slowly starts heading towards her. Okay, and he's going to get. Within 15 feet of her, again, he's going to cast, um, he's going to cast Thunder Wave, uh, second level. So she needs to make a con save. Her con is plus three. How did you walk up the stairs? Did you? I would say I avoided the grease. You avoided the grease? I would have seen. I mean, I knew it was there, so I would have avoided it. Yep. So. Instead of walk up the landing, mm-hmm. we're going to say you used 10 feet, which you'll, you'll still get within range, sure. to pull yourself up to mm-hmm. that landing that doesn't have grease and yeah. maneuver around and head to the back. Yeah. So you use about 25 feet of movement to get within 15 feet of her. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And, I, and you can see Agard's like doubled over. He's not looking good. Stop getting closer. She rolled a 14. 
Okay. So she's going to take... That would have three, so we'll just roll here. 14 thunder damage. Okay. And then is she pushed 10 she's feet? She's pushed 10 feet away. And then... Am I near a wall or something? I was going to say, that room's annihilating. You're... you're yeah, it's not looking You great. are kind of standing <laughs> in the middle of the room. You're okay. not necessarily by a wall. Because okay. you walked up and walked straight along the stairs. Just for visual, is there anything like, like I don't know, Agar's going to basically be there almost is, dropping there, to There is knee. a table to your right okay. that you could rest your hand on and kind of lean yeah. on after this happens. You do notice that as this thunder wave goes off, uh-huh. the windows in this hut just shatter out. Yeah, Connor, with advantage, make a <laughs> perception <laughs> check. Look up! <laughs> 18. 18 will do it. You hear this loud noise as you kind of blink and you look around. You can see Agard leaning against the table. Just, he looks rough. And as you look around, you can see that the glass is missing from all the windows that you saw before. But it's not on the floor. It looks like whatever happened blew the windows out. And as you start looking around, you can see that the hag was slammed into the wall. And she has what looks like a book in her hand and reaches around and grabs something else. Alex, go ahead and roll a d6. Okay. Five. Five? So she takes five more points of damage as the, the, the force was slammed into the wall. Okay. I should have done that when I took your potion. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. Bracca, you are up. You are at the bottom of the stairs. Um, can Bracca make it to Agard? No. Okay. How far can you get you, to Agard? Because of your size, I would say it is tough for you to avoid the grease. It would be hard for you to be able to pull yourself up to avoid the grease. Okay. Just based on that area that you're at. Now. Do you need me to throw you? Oh, nah. That'd be kind of funny, though. Pumpkin <laughs> <laughs> junkin. I'll tell you what, Katie, if you want to use your reaction to give him a little boost, like to put your hand out so he can step onto your hand to step up, then I would say you'd be able to do that landing, but that would take your reaction from right there. I would say, because it's just instinctually putting it out. It's well, not necessarily they lifting are like, up. Like, he's used to climbing up on her stuff like that. Would he not just be able to climb up her climb real quick? Climb up me. <laughs> you know what? We could do that without the reaction. You could... Climb up Katie's back on her shoulders and jump from her shoulders onto the landing. It'll take about 20 feet of your movement, but then you could get right behind Agar. Okay. If I can get, like, within touching distance to Agar, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on him. Okay. So, nice. you're at the... So, Braca is at the base of the stairs. Yeah. He runs up to Katie, and Katie, you can feel as he starts to climb up your back and gets on your shoulders and instantly jumps from your shoulders onto the landing. And you can hear him as he scurries up behind Agar. And puts his hand right on the back of Agard's calf. Yeah, while like while um, Baraka was running and everything, he was kind of just like with one hand, um, like kind of building like a mini syringe, mm-hmm. and then with um, like a vial on his side, he like kind of filled it up with this um, like brighter red liquid. And when he like got to Agard, he just kind of he kind of just stabbed you in the back with it, and then just <laughs> injected you. Well. Well, so as you ru- as you run up, you take one hand and you reach around like the front of his shin, and then in the back of his calf, yeah. you stick the the syringe and um, cast cure wounds. Healed for ten. Oh, nice. Thank you very much. Am I within ten feet of the hag? 
No, you're you're about twenty feet away from the hag right now. Okay. Because Agard, correct me if I'm wrong, you stopped fifteen feet away from her, correct? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I'm assuming I have no more movement. Left no more movement. Okay. Nope. That was thirty um, feet to climb up, jump over, and okay. run up behind him. Okay. Um, that's all Brock is going to do then. Okay, Katie, you're up. I can still see her, or do I need to move closer to her? You can move up another, like, five feet without getting in the grease, and you can see her, or you can pull yourself up to the landing. I'll go ahead and pull myself up to the landing, because I want to make sure I'm I'm available in there. And then just... Yep, and you can pull yourself up to avoid the grease um, where you threw it. it. It works fine. So you now have line of sight on her. She is about 25 feet away from you. Okay, so I'll just try to do a witch bolt okay i don't want to say cast because i'm not necessarily casting but you're not casting it. it's, 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 it's right. not a to hit right yeah. it's just instant damage you don't have to roll it to hit for it because it's it's lodged inside it's, of her. Yeah, yeah, you keep going. You just use your action to... yeah that's why it's concentration <gasps> so it was just the first time i had a hit and then it's just automatic each time mm-hmm. after that if you choose to use your action yeah 10 points bitch <laughs> sorry sorry grandma <laughs> yeah I was about to say, sorry grandma <laughs> Sorry, that was Katie. She just gets really excited when she damages people. <laughs> that witch bolt is coming in clutch, though. That's going so it hits her and it erupts. Um, and you see as she's looking hurt. She was slammed against the wall. She was looking really, really rough. And she, you can see she's clutching this book. And the way that you slammed her, you slid her back into something that she gripped. And she looks around and she says, Oh. This is not the end. No, no. And she waves her hand in the air and starts to make these symbols and disappears. Motherfucker, I knew that. And you hear this as she disappears. And you feel like it's not that she went invisible. What you witnessed is the air and the... Objects around her started to almost morph. She plane shift. And change different, yep. And um, kind of elongate and twist into circles and then snap. And they return to normal um, as she cast plane shift and disappeared from the hut. <clears throat> At this point, Abrone, you are, <clears throat> you have seen this all take place. You are now wide awake. And I will give you... Um, a free action before we return to tor- turn turn order. Jesus, torn order, torn order, torn order. Jesus, I'm gonna look at all of them and go. Can someone come free me, please? And it's at this point that you all kind of like look over to the voice, and you guys see Ibron. None of you had noticed that he was there just yet. Um, you did notice he. You didn't see him when you came in on the first floor, but now you guys see Ibron. Oh, hi. And it's at this point we will drop turn order. Yeah. And you guys can... Agar is so angry at that table he's leaning on, he picks it up and throws it at where the witch, or that where the hag was. Brock is going to, like... beyond angry that she got away. Because that's something that he can't allow to exist, knowing what... When you cast Thunderwave, you slammed her against the corner where I had the magic carpet. She grabbed it and took it yeah. with her. <gasps> that bitch. Wait, I thought she had a book, though. She did. She, she grabbed book, the book too. off the podium yeah. when she got there. 
And then Thunderwave slammed her against the corner of the wall, and she reached over and grabbed the magic carpet and then disappeared. Yeah, whatever. Um, Agar goes over to Abron and cuts you loose. Thank you. It's good to see you, friend. Are you hurt? And you as well. Pissed off, but I'm... Well, physically, not mentally. Yeah, is he physically hurt at all? Nope. Nope. He was just unconscious. Um, It wasn't anything that damaged him. It just put him to sleep. Yeah. So, let me ask you this. Uh, When I was taken... Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) When you were were taken... Um, Were my weapons and gear left behind? They were all on you. They, your party would have noticed if your stuff had gone missing and grabbed them. So they were all with you on the carpet, Mm -hmm. but at the moment they are not on you. Okay. Are they in the room or are they downstairs? You can make a perception check or an investigation. (laughs) Investigation check. Dirty 20. You don't see them on this floor, but if you continue searching around and you head downstairs... Um, is that what you want to do? Do you want to continue searching and head downstairs, or do you want to talk with your party before you continue? I want to talk with my party because I saw what the hag did to him, and and that really pissed um, Ebron off on top of the fact that she knocked him out. And having seen what she did to him, Ebron's concerned about Agard and the rest of the group because... They just went through hell. Yeah, I'd say you could surmise that she did the damage to Agard that you're seeing right now. The other thing is, you heard her talking and say things that the rest of them did not hear. I'm going to share with the group what she told herself? me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, what she talked to herself about. <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all what she was explaining. Okay. So, forgive me, but... DM, you can fill in the blanks. I'm sorry. Um, so she, so she had said he'd been talking, hearing her talk to herself about the different ingredients that she would be excited to receive. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily in the way she talked about it. It was another person, but she was talking to herself about how excited will she be when mm-hmm. I bring her these ingredients? Almost so the head egg. Almost as if she's talking about a deity, maybe? Deity, another hag. I mean, you can surmise what you want from it, it, but you know there's another... Yeah. It seems to be there's another person involved in whatever's taking place. I mean, it's a coven, so yeah. Yeah. All right, so Agard first is going to go ahead and put a little more healing on himself because he's still a third down. So he's going to cast... Healing Spirit. So you're within 60 feet of me. You get 1d6 of healing. It's a 5. Oh, nice. So I'm only 5 down into my total. Oh, uh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. DM. Yes. The, it was a... Oh, it is a spell, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Roll a d20 again. Crit, you're good. Anything above a 10, you're good. Uh, Nine and below (laughs) is where something would happen. But I want to give you... So every time you start to cast, it gets a little bit easier with that dice roll. I remember that too because we missed a lot this time around. Did we? Yeah, I cast a lot of stuff. 
Well, not a lot of stuff, but Thunder Wave and all that other stuff that I cast. I guess, yeah, I guess have. Thunder Wave we should have, but no, I... I Promise Savage we should have, but... Okay, okay, so yeah, so you get five, so we get five. Okay, thank you. Okay, I gotta remember that. Okay. And then, um, Agard would want to kind of investigate to see if there's any... Anything, you know, uh, related to the coven here. I know she took the book and that, but there, there's any kind of laying around. Um, you do see some other symbols that uh-huh. you had seen before carved in things. Uh-huh. Um, specifically in the side of the cauldron, you can see where it's almost like an indention mm-hmm. that looks like the shape of the crescent moon. Make a perception check, everybody. 19. 17. 13. 10. Do any of you speak Sylvan? Yes. I doubt I do. Yeah, Agar does. It's Faye, so... Okay, so you... As you're looking around for things, you hear a faint cough in the distance. And as you look in that direction, mm-hmm. you can see what looks like mm-hmm. it is a pixie that okay. was in the cage. Mm-hmm. And it starts to look up, and it looks extremely hurt on death's door. And you hear in Sylvan, it says, Is... Gone. Yes, she is. Now, the pixie's within 60 feet of me, right? Mm. Could I... Uh, since it takes a minute, and I just cast it, could we say that we it one. also gets the benefit of those five hit points? So that is what woke her up. Oh, okay. okay she, was, she was unconscious, and when you cast that spell, that's okay, where good. she started to kind of cough and wake okay. up and come to. Okay. Um, and that's why you hear her in Sylvan... Okay. Reach yeah. out to you and ask if she was gone. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, she, she has. She has left. The, the keys are in the podium. And she kind of just like raises her hand and points towards the podium. Mm-hmm. And as you look over, make an investigation check with advantage. That is going to be a 17. You notice a small rectangle on the backside like facing the pixie that looks like if you pressed on it it would mm-hmm. pop out okay so i press on it you can see some keys that come out um there's about four in there okay as you walk over to the the cage i'm assuming once you grab the keys you go mm-hmm. over to the pixie you're able to try one or two and then able to open okay the cage yeah okay good um and the pixie kind of comes out are you Extending your hand to her, mm-hmm. or yep, absolutely okay. She is going to walk out of the cage onto your hand, and you notice that the wings on her back. Mm-hmm. This pixie has shown itself now to you, mm-hmm. so you notice that the body is more of a purplish hue, and the wings are blue, mm-hmm. but the wings look very. You know, pixies are usually bright when they show themselves. Yeah, the wings look very dull. Okay, like she is had her magic and powers pulled from her. Okay. Um, As you continue to look around, you see other cages, and she says, they haven't been here long, but she was trying to capture my my people. Okay. And she just kind of sits down and just looks like she's getting ready to rest in your hand. Okay. So I want to try to find something. Oh gosh, I don't know what Agard has on him. 
Anyway, so I can just kind of gently lay her down. Okay. You know, just like on a, a table or something gently. Yeah, as, as you look over, there is um, <coughs> there is like a, a cushion or like a pad on yeah. a on a, a chair area, okay. like made of straw. Mm-hmm. As you approach the cushion, does Katie want to do something? Oh, I was just going to take her from you and like hold her oh, okay. if, if I needed to. Yeah, so let's do that then. Yeah. Can I ask okay. her what her name is? Yes. She says, yes, um, my name is Ellie Shadow Wings. Ellie Sh- Shadow Wings? Shadow Wings. Okay. Yes. I am Agard. This is Katie Braca Abram. Katie, you hold and she and I hand if, Ellie to Katie. It, it's okay. I won't I won't hurt you. She seems a little timid at first. Sure. But seeing that you extended it out, she kind of crawls she doesn't really stand up she she doesn't have a lot of strength right now well i figured i would just kind of lower her yeah, yeah if you just yeah, kind of lower yeah. her in the hand she'll kind of just let it let yeah. it happen and then kind of rest and just lays in a little ball in your your hands as you reach them out yeah and as you pull them close you can see that she kind of not necessarily cuddles with your hand but curls up in the ridges of your hand yeah. and as you hold it to your chest she kind of just settles in and just starts to breathe and you can Roll an insight check real quick. Oh, God. Katie's not good with these things. I just wanted to help the creature. 15. You feel like she is at ease in comfort right now. Like maybe she had been in that cage for a little while and she's not used to such kindness and that she is accepting it and just trusting you Okay. as she kind of drifts off to sleep. Katie, would you take Ellie outside? She might enjoy being out of this place. I can do. I can do that. So Katie will just. She's just holding her still to her chest and just walking slowly, oh. avoiding the grease. Yeah. I mean, it would have been gone by now. It's been oh, a minute. It? I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. It's it's been. You guys have been up yeah. here for about a minute. Brock and Ebron, would you help me see if there are any other creatures in these cages that are still alive? Question, because I was going to do something okay. before all of that if sure. I could. Go ahead. Um, could the raptor, like in its organic form, help me search for stuff like sniff, like sniff things out and whatnot? Not really. Okay. That's really it's really just just meant a mount to be a much. mount. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna ask Agard, Are we doing anything else today? I and the Katie and Ellie are gone at this point. Mm-hmm. I want to save anything that we're saving. I want to see if there's any information we can find about the coven. I want to burn this place to the ground. Okay, cool. Would you be mad if I collected things? Not the animal stuff, that's weird. The other... <laughs> Take what you need. Okay. I understand. Brock is just gonna... Just confused by seeing whatever that thing is, because I doubt he's ever seen a fairy before. He's just gonna look around the hut. What area does Thunderwave affect when it goes off? It's a 15-foot cube. Okay, just 15-foot cube? Right. Okay. So I probably could have killed several things. No. <laughs> Sorry. Well, yeah. you you did it at the back end. Yeah. So it wasn't really. Most of the cages were downstairs, right near the hearth, right. which is where you pulled the the pixie from. Was around the hearth, right? As you continue looking at the cages, most of them are empty, or they have the remains of like birds and small animals in them. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing else alive in the cages. Okay. First true signs of a serial killer. She okay. is a hag. <laughs> um. As you go downstairs, there are a lot of different 
like eyes and tongues and things like that that they use for their spells and oh. and to create their potions you don't necessarily find anything that's created just a bunch of raw ingredients just a bunch of raw ingredients at the moment um are there any like are there any that just generally stick out not so much to you they're they're more like like i said they're more organic eyes frog legs tongues things like that that you see in the jars i'll undo that because your raptor is basically a fine familiar because familiars are able to help you look and things like that and smell i'll say he probably is able to use his nose to smell things i think that makes more sense do you want to go back and say that baraka will just you can you can just make an investigation check with advantage right now with him helping yeah but I guess I'll say now that Braca, before he started searching, will bring out his um his raptor in the okay. organic form. I'm also gonna use some furbolg magic magic. Okay. And I'll be able to cast detect magic. Okay. We'll do the um yeah. the raptor first, and then we'll get Some twenty six. Twenty six. The raptor can sense quite a bit with its smell, but the overwhelming smell of like the formaldehyde like substance used to preserve all these things is what it gets the strongest smell of, the strongest whiff of, and that is a vat on the first floor in the back corner. There's just kind of a vat of it that it looks like maybe they went over and would dip jars in and put whatever is in there and seal it. For Agard casting Detect Magic, that vat lights up. Whatever that was, that was a type of magic fluid that they were using to keep things from decaying and stuff like that. Yeah, if the if my rafter would like, I guess, make me aware of it, I'll walk over to it. Mm-hmm. Well, if I if I detected that it was magical, I would, I'd let you know. Okay. Yeah, yep. I would say would... I would say, Braca and the raptor. Yeah. Get downstairs first, but as you cast detect magic and continue walking around, that is the strongest thing that you get off of okay. it, and yeah. all the jars that have the different things in it like start kinda... to light up as okay. well to you. Okay, I'd look. I'd look. I also want to let's be on our way soon. And if Brona, if you could help me, of course, want to control the way Burley's place down. Uh, Brocco will fill up like how many vials does he have? Like twenty something. Well, stuff's already in jars, right? Did you say there are things in jars? All of those in jars have different animal parts in it, though. Like yeah. they're using that to preserve things. Sure, but there's still still has liquid in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it has liquid in it. Braca will ask Agard because he's kind of reconsidering it. Um, you'd be mad if I took this stuff, right? And he's just going to point to like the animal parts. They are dead. Oh, they serve no purpose staying here and being burned. Okay. Um, Braca will just take the animal parts that are in the jars and just put them in his bag of holding. Roll a DZ four. So one. You get one jar. Okay. What's in it? Uh, an eye. Okay. How big's the eye? It's not very big. Okay. okay. Um, and he'll the just eye of a newt. And he'll just go over to the vat with that magic stuff and fill up like five vials with it. So you grab one one jar of it, and then you grab um, five vials yeah, of just the... fill up five mm-hmm. vials. What else exactly are we looking for? Well, um. This hag was part of a coven, the Sisters of Night, that my people have run into before, a long time ago. 
it appears they are back. So we're just looking. I was looking basically for anything that would give us any kind of insight of what they're up to. Um, but I think we've found everything we can at this point. So I want to get rid of this building. And then they have markings on trees on the trail to this mm-hmm. um, house that um, I would like to try and remove from trees on our way back to the main road. Okay. Agard, you do notice <clears throat> there is, with your detect magic, there's a strange glow kind of in the middle of the house. Okay. It gives off this bluish coloration. Okay. It doesn't have to do with the school of magic that it is. It is an actual glowing rock that just, what it does is it illuminated it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do with it? Um, are, are you gonna pick it up? Famous last words. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, friends and fellow adventurers, for rejoining the campaign after our brief detour on the high seas of Manassas. We are so glad to have our regular listeners return, as well as some new ones. A very big thank you to Lauren Snell and Tessa Wanderer, who are two of our newest Patreon subscribers. We look forward to putting the funds from Patreon towards some quality extras we are putting together for our subscribers, along with continuing to put out high-quality tabletop RPG madness along the way. If you haven't gotten a chance to follow our cast and crew on social media, the links will be provided in the episode description. Please join us next week as we see just what happens when Agard picks up the mysterious glowing stone.